See, some people told me that they think it's the funniest part is me giving out, and I try so hard not to give out. But they think it's you're some reason giving they, out they, Yeah, I know, I know, I know. But for some reason, these people. So this is for those people who think that this is funny for some reason. Tell your girlfriend I love her, cause we're talking on the internet. Tell your girlfriend I love her, cause we're talking on the internet. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Boone Child Cast. This is episode 22, and yes, I have been practicing. I'm here with. Ah, oh, it's not, it's 21. <laughs> Wait, it's like, when, when did we I was, do that? I was practicing for next week's episode. <laughs> I was like, when did we do that 21st episode? <laughs> Ross nearly spat off his water here. I turn on this clock. Keep going. I'm a big fan of your work. Um, I got the skinny jeans on. Ross has got the vintage skinny, which is kind of bulky on. He's got the skater shoes on. They're not skinny. I got those kind of shoes that are good for your feet that people like to lay into me. They're called socks. I used to be wearing the skinny jeans live, but I found it just be sweating like... Like a... Priest in the bush. Like an astronaut who's under a lot of pressure. Um, so uh, yeah, so I stopped them. So I wore the slightly looser ones. Don't sweat as much. Like I say, maybe if I shave my legs and wore the skinny jeans, I wouldn't sweat. Maybe as much. apparently, true hipsters wear tights and then skinny jeans over their tights. I don't know why. Who told you that? Some do a chafing or something. Did Ross Cheney tell you that? No, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, don't know who that is. <laughs> yeah, we'll try. I haven't had much feedback about the sound effects. People are saying I haven't heard people saying they like them or not. Mm, they're just they're there. They're, there. they're definitely there. They 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 fill a bit of air. Um, you need some air to. Yeah. Oh yeah, Dave is here and Teddy's here as well. Well, I heard. Yeah. Um, because it is boom child cast. Have all the boom child here for fuck's sake. That's it. Um, so we we practiced yesterday, and uh, this is the vlog episode. Yeah, and uh, we're practicing. This lad was up to four in the morning before he was like, ah, it's, it's Grant. Yeah. And, um, so, uh, it was. No, it's, it's crack. <laughs> we already introduced him. <laughs> um, I, we, we, uh, I drove down to practice in those monsoon weather. Yeah. Stuff took ages. I said, I said to Ty Lipton, I'll be there in a minute. I'll pick you up. Ten hours later. Turn up, but I drove. I picked Dave up first and drove down. And Dave Flood, uh, I don't think I've driven in the car with him before. He's there. Dave's starting to learn to drive. He just got his provisional, and uh, he uh, the whole time the whole way down, he's like, "I know, I would, I would do that if if I was driving through this crossroads. That's not what I do. Like, what you should be doing there is." And I'm like, "Jesus Christ!" And then he kept going. Now go down that way. Like, and I'm like. Dave, this is the qu- I've driven down here before. This is the quickest way to go. I was like, no, you can go down that way. It's, it's uh, very, uh, very sure of himself. Mm. Um, but uh, I just said to him, do you want to walk? And I fucking kicked him out of the car. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't remember what that was. Uh, right, right, relax, relax, relax. All right, here we go. So I was up. I was up uh, being very bald. I was, I was drinking with uh, some people. Uh, but and I thought you said your confirmation. You you know you have to pick an age in your confirmation. What what what, what year you're going to drink at? You said you were going to wait till you were twenty nine. Yeah, but I gave a fake name, so it doesn't count. Okay. What's your confirmation name? 
Is that is that after something? Is it because you like uh, who's famous, Martin? Ah, oh, never mind. Can't Steve take. Martin. There's <laughs> uh, a guy I worked with in the the, the passport office. Life. Yeah. Uh, the sale lad. His name was Steve Martin. And he said when he'd be on holidays and he'd be staying in hotels, people were like, oh, knock the door. I was like, I got a letter for. I just want to give this letter to Steve Martin. He was like, oh, thanks. Like we give it to him, he's like, no, ask me, like, what are you? Wow. Um, Wouldn't give the letter back. Speaking of confirmation names, um, I was listening to a podcast interview with uh, Glenn Hansard recently. Yeah. He's fucking great at talking loads of stuff. Um, He uh, he said he went, the whole time he was growing up, like, when he was real small, and when he was a teenager, he was obsessed with ACDC. And... Uh, he uh, he just wanted to be Angus Young, yeah. And he picked uh, Angus for his confirmation name. Why wow. is that into? And you know the way usually the bishop asks you, like when you're getting confirmed, oh, where's you? Where'd you pick your name? And, uh, yeah. and uh And his mom goes, "He's the fella on the front of the highway to hell." <laughs> <laughs> and the bishop's just like, uh, "Okay, that's brilliant." Yeah. I don't know if he's big into Angus Young now. He doesn't. So yeah. there's uh. I meant to turn you on to it, uh, some of the uh, some of the frames, pretty the mid to late nineties frame stuff was like quite heavy. I'm big big into it. It's, uh, I, it's rocking. Yeah, I was trying to speak to, uh, pick Spartacus as my Spartacus. confirmation name, and everyone was like, "I don't know, we'll have to look it up." <laughs> and they kept like, and then at last minute they're like, "Actually, no, you pick something else." So I was like, oh, "Martin, that's a name I know." Because I didn't want to pick David. Because uh, uh, you already knew David Flood was on the horizon. You're like, I don't want to be. Yeah. Spartacus. I don't know. Is that a, I don't think. But I think it has to be like a Christian name, I think. Ah, fucked Christian. I don't. Um, oh, uh, we're just looking here. There's a lot of people robbing cats out of Ty Lipton's house. house. Denzel's not going off on holidays. Must be tough to get the old cats into the uh, cage. How do you do that? Just go chuck them in and go. Yeah, you have to put the cage up so the door is facing the ceiling and then lower them in slowly and kind of grab their back legs and, and then they'll try and climb out. And then they'll go, Wee! Yeah, throw a few cat treats in and as the box, box shakes. Then they just start shitting in uh, protest yeah. in the box. Well, do that anyway. What's funny with the L... Uh, Shit Malaba. With the L cats, the L domestic cats... Um, you can't, yeah, in films, they can't be trained. You can't have a trained cat. Like, I suppose, I assume you can train big-ass cats like tigers and stuff because by baiting them up is what people do in the circus. <laughs> but you can't train, like, uh, the you know, house cats and stuff. So when you have to have a cat in a scene of a film, you have to get, like, a cat wrangler. Who basically they can't train, they can't tell the cat what to do. They basically have someone to just get the cat when it runs away. <laughs> they just have to hope the cat stays in the same place. Yeah, there are some lads because they're not sound at all. They have to get the robotic cat in for Spring of the Teenage Witch. No, that was a real cat. It's robotic. No, that was a real cat. They just moved. They had a little little string in his mouth. Oh. Mood. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I was there. There at this party or whatever. It was, and one of the people says uh, they're all giving about, everyone's giving out about people and stuff. And they were going, uh, yeah, me, me mate had to leave her husband because yeah. uh, he had a skydiving addiction. Uh, 
was this so is this someone I know or it's uh Right, yeah, come on. Yeah, anyway, she she gone on uh oh yeah, so they lost the house, they lost the car, all this stuff over there. He kept skydiving. He kept skydiving, yeah. Was that Tenny? Because <laughs> Tenny's big at the adrenaline rush. Right? He just got addicted to Because Tenny went skydiving before. Yeah, so this lad must have been going up a few times a day. I wonder, did he get to the stage where he was on his own, like he got good enough? Because, like, I find it's a bit intimate when you're strapped to the lad. Oh, you've done it before? No, I just know of it. Um, you know, you're strapped to a lad. Yeah. Uh, I just thought it's a very intimate thing to jump out of a plane with someone you just met, like. Yeah. You know? Um, but whatever you're into. I, I was just thinking, like, straight away, like, why didn't he just work as a skydiver? He could do it for free. Yeah, well, yeah why, didn't he train, why didn't he work to train towards being a skydiving instructor well, or something? When you're an addict, you don't think straight, huh? So, um, so the story was, this person you were talking to at this fabled party you are at, yeah. said their... Knew someone and knew someone's friend, a dog. Their friend's husband, they yeah. broke up because he was addicted to skydiving. Yeah, lost all the money. Because uh, how expensive is skydiving now, I wonder? Uh, it's, it can be 300 or 150. If you know someone, you can get in for 150. So he, he was spending, he must have been spending, I wonder like how much he was spending a week. Like. A lot. <laughs> he's just dang like, Would he be getting up and doing it before work and well, between did. break and stuff? And But like, let's say he's doing once a one even once a day is a lot. Like. Yeah. I, I, he couldn't have been doing it. Like, I think it'd be rare you do it a lot of times. That's mad. But you build up a resistance and you'd have to do it more How to get tr- the same thrill. How true do you think that story is? <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't really mind if it's true or not. It's just, just fascinating. It just it sounds like a, a, a sitcom storyline. Yeah. It's like, it's like the lad gets addicted to skydiving and she's like, going to leave you. Yeah. Uh... Uh, like if we were doing the boom cha- cast while skydiving, we'd have to skydive at least twenty times or something to get like a full show in. Yeah, and there'd be a lot of. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, skydiving. I'd say it's good now. Ty Lubin's like, I wouldn't do it. Yeah, I wouldn't do it in a hurry now. Right. There's <laughs> you, you, there's illegal highs which are safer. <laughs> yeah, I wonder what the odds are for going splat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Tenny's like, I don't give a fuck. I'll be grand. Yeah, Tenny's been skydiving, hasn't he? Yeah. Has he been a few times there? I don't know. That was his profile picture. He has a video of it you're showing me. Oh, yeah, but I, I, I don't know. I think it takes something away from, I think, when you're strapped to a lad. You're just he's, he's done it so much. He's just like, it doesn't. he doesn't feel anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you see those lads that are... You see those lads doing the, the skydiving and they're, 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 just, they're just fucking bored. Like, just like, yeah, whatever. And the person that's strapped is like, ah! <laughs> Uh, what got me into the whole skydiving thing? There's a new TV show. Oh, on, you were the lad. On uh, you were the lad addicted to skydiving. Maybe I won't say what channel it's on. But this, the name of the show is uh, Fifty Ways to Kill Your Mammy. Have you heard of it? And he does all these extreme yeah, things with his mam. It's an Irish show. Yeah, it's not on an Irish station, but yeah. Yeah, I think and it's on digital. Digital wank. Yeah. Anyway, he goes skydiving with his mammy, so that's what. Brought it up. Jesus. Well, what age is the mummy? Must have been a good age. Like. 70, maybe. And she She's a bit above 60, I think. And she's going skydiving. She's with the heart not lap out of her. Ah, that's grand. And uh, what, was, what was the rest of that story? Uh, that was it. 
So listen, kids. If you if you want to if you want to save the lives of your uh, of your grandparents and stuff, make sure you scare the living shite out of them at least once a week. Because if you don't, all the uh, what's that thing called adrenaline can get released and they can have a heart attack. So say if someone oh, breaks in, they can just get an it adrenaline build, it, it build up. Yeah. Builds up. Did so, you find this out in that program? So do stuff like. Did you find that out in Fifty Eyes Killing Your Mommy? No. Oh, okay. Just, just your own just research. Like, scaring your ram. <laughs> yeah, good excuse, though. Yeah. So they need, you need now. I saved your life. Need now, right? Yeah. Um, apparently, there's a lot of stuff you can avoid when you get older if you just keep doing stuff. Yeah. I think yeah, if, if you're just like sitting around all the time when you're older and just not really going anywhere, that can mess, your, mess you up. Mess you up. Mess you up, mess you up, mess you up. Um, so there was a kid crying in class. Uh, is this a guitar class you were on, or just a school class? He was crying in school, and yeah. I think you already know this story. But he was crying in school, teacher goes, why are you crying? They're doing sex ed and stuff. Oh, and he goes, because uh, I'm a pedophile. Oh yeah, you tell. Did you? I think you told us in the podcast. Did he? Oh, maybe you didn't. Yeah, no, go go on. Tell well, anyway. the kid's like eight, and he's he's in bits because he just realised he's a pedophile, and they're like, "What? Why are you a pedophile?" And because I fancy this girl in my class. <laughs> yeah, because uh, did they teach the kids about pedophiles? Did they say these these lads or women were all <laughs> equal opportunity, uh, love equal kids. opportunity. They they, they 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 fancy kids so look out for them and this kid is like I fancy kids like they're the same age as me but like it's technically the same thing so he thought he was a pedophile and he was very upset yeah as he would be a pedophile disguised it as was a school an, it was an <laughs> it was an overly politically correct school and they were like yeah you probably are a pedophile yeah <laughs> locked him up poor kid yeah um yeah I remember was that a news story or something or he tells Oh, so you can you can you can trust that that story is not okay. that true, but okay. very funny. <laughs> it's believable. Yeah. Uh, what was the next thing you're saying? All right, vending machines. Yeah. Any good stories? Uh, apparently, this is one of those things you read about statistics and all that. But apparently, a few people a year get killed by vending machines. That Just is fall, falling, falling, and I actually noticed. Are they are they putting their hands in them like trying to get stuff out? Probably that and probably shaking it to get stuff out and then because they're big massive yokes and so a few people die per year allegedly uh, from vending machines falling allegedly allegedly or allegedly I don't know from falling on them and you're like ah I'm stuck under a vending machine <laughs> and it was funny I was looking at it. some vending machines actually have a sign on it saying don't shake it or like it'll fucking fall on you yeah <laughs> like, cut to somewhere somewhere elsewhere right now Tenny going come on <laughs> There's some great videos on the internet of how to get the stuff for free on the older models. Though if there's a lot of vending machines knocking about from the early 2000s and 90s. Uh, and yeah, and there's, there's ways of doing it by typing certain numbers and yeah, it's fascinating. Oh, the uh, oh, I thought you, there was going to be a video showing you put a nail clothes hanger up or something and get stuff out. No, no, it's to do with the codes and you type it in a certain time and all that shit. Uh, vending machines, I think I talked about this before, the... the do, do you remember like the truth behind vending machines remember, with Ross Shannon? Do you remember vending machines and ticket machines? More so, ticket machines that it used to be hard to put a note in, like a yeah. twenty euro note or something. It used to be like would always spit it back out. Yeah, 
and one day that just stopped. It became they just became all became really good at taking notes. You yeah. have me hanging on your every word here. Where's this going? I'm just saying the lad. I think one lad sorted that out like some engineer, and I don't think he's getting the credit because <laughs> I used to be like that'd be a joke in the Simpsons and. Oh, it was a pop culture reference that notes wouldn't go into fucking vending machines even yeah. though they said it did and you'd have to flatten it out but now fucking across the board they just take it up yeah obviously because they, they, they probably weren't digital or something back then and they probably just scanned the, the a wee thing on it but yeah. uh, I just think the lad who sorted that out should be pat on the back should get some sort of uh, innovators prize award Nobel Peace Prize yeah the show's a lot Strip back now without the soundboard, isn't it? Normally you'd whack an applause there, but we're not going to. Yeah. Do I have an applause? You do. No, I don't. You do? You have an applause. I don't, I just have a boo. It's this one here. Alright. Alright, give us another. No, but the the point is about, is that that is, um, do you know when you, you type in, oh, I want fucking Mars bar, and then Twix, <laughs> Twix comes out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's the most furiating thing in the world, or even worse, when the fucking thing doesn't give you anything. Or just you're getting stuck. Yeah. And then the next person gets a uh, two. <laughs> oh. Uh, you're like, uh Consaros. Yeah. I found them in Sheen Town. Anyway, so we came back from the Cork tour, yeah? You already know this story. And I was dying for something to, to quench my thirst. And I seen a, can, a bottle of Lilt in the machine, vending machine. I didn't know this story. Yeah, and went up to it, grand, two euro in, happy days. Here comes the Lilt, no, fucking Sprite. I was so fucking angry. Uh, yeah, went to, the, went to the bathroom, opened it, started going everywhere. So I was like, oh shit, what do I do? Went to the sink, started going all over the mirror. And then I was like, started washing the bottle of Sprite, but I couldn't like close it because it was still seeing out. So then I wanted to dry it off. So I went to the hand dryer. And I was turning it, but it was just going fucking everywhere. So I was just covered in is Sprite. This is at bus station. This is at. We're there at Stitch Jones at the Dart Station. <laughs> Where did I miss? I don't miss all. Do you of remember it? you hit my snare or something? Yeah, I yeah. All it was while that was going on. Yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah, Jesus. That was a genie. I was just thinking, we really got a lot of uh, we got really, at that short trip to Cork, got a lot of stories. Yeah. It's pretty good. That uh, it was good. The old, um, Stitch Jones podcast last week, apparently, according, I don't know how much the most downloaded episode of the Boom Podcast is it? Yeah, second most, second most. Download an episode. Now this could just be like two people down. <laughs> yeah, yeah wait Second one's download an episode of Boom Podcast is uh, the first. I don't know what number it is, but it's called Olympic Homework Dodger, and it's an episode where Tony talks about all the time. Oh, yeah. You wouldn't do his homework. Yeah. So for some reason, that's the second one. Maybe like when that episode is mom and dad and all his teachers download. Yeah. It yeah. <laughs> FBI making a file. Uh, th- that's right. I just uh, like. Uh, well, I heard, well, I heard. Um, <laughs> Teddy, uh, this, uh, I just, uh, I, I'd love to see Teddy's reaction when they find him out. Must be there. Yeah. <laughs> Teddy, you're not doing your homework. Um, I Was I supposed to do Was I supposed to? Was that? I thought I was like voluntary or something. <laughs> Denzel is a... <laughs> Denzel there on the phone. Denzel, De- Den- I think he lost his arm. Yeah, Denzel, if people don't know, is Tig Lipton's three-legged cat. And I think he only has one eye or he something. He has one eye, yeah. Yeah. I was, thinking of putting, I was thinking of putting him on some album cover because he, look, he looks pretty cool. 
Yeah. But he's yeah, like, he'd just be on the phone. It's, it's hard when you don't need the three legs. It's, yeah. Well, that's what loudspeaker's for. <laughs> he's, he's there. He's there. <laughs> hiring the private investigator. Me. My, one of my fondest de- uh, Denzel memories got, is yeah. shouting, uh, this song's about my cat. We're about to play K-pop. And some girls were yeah! It's fucking Denzel's ex. Denzel's ex, yeah. <laughs> uh, How far can you go without topics, man? It's like without training wheels. How far can I go without topics? Now, let me tell you, Ty Lipton. I was on the way here. I changed trains in Malahide. I got to go around Malahide a bit. Uh, there's a street next to Malahide train station called Old Street. Yeah. Now, was that always called Old Street? What the hell is going on? Yeah, there? that's good. How long was this been called Old Street? Was like? it once a nameless street? Or did it have... It used to have a really old racist name or something? And yeah. then they just changed it. Oh, this is Old Street. It used to be called something else. Oh, that's great. Um, other thing I'm always surprised at Malahide, because Malahide is a fairly well-to-do area. Mm-hmm. It, it, it'll be similar to places on the south side, like yeah. um, in terms of money. But I, I'm just surprised. You, you forget that there's be homeless people in Malahide. I just get. I don't think they're locals. I think they're imported. Like oh no, they're not. They um, But I'm just like, oh geez, I forgot. I forgot about this. Yeah. And uh, there they are. You're. <laughs> that would be great if they were local homeless people they were wearing suits and stuff well they have their heads screwed on because I, I can only assume they live in the park but that's a lovely park to live in rather than fucking city yeah I lived there for a bit it's good oh, I had something else about Malahide oh yeah all the bins in Malahide say see I was, I was taking notes on, while I was in Malahide yeah. all the bins around Malahide they say keep Malahide beautiful beautiful wow not even clean just beautiful yeah taking the extra step but but they're implying just by putting rubbish in the bin of beautiful. But then it's like the people have a different definition of beautiful. Some people might fucking love rubbish all around the place. So yeah, I don't know. I wasn't. I I, I felt. I thought the bins are a bit overbearing with having shit written on them. Yeah, one of my first trips to the south side, I remember all the bins were purple. I didn't know what the fuck's going on. I thought you were in the UK or something. Yeah, it is a uh, south side. You can feel uh, there's a bit of. Like old Britishness mm. <laughs> parts of Southside, the way uh, all this, a lot of the streets and stuff are like Edmonton and and, and oh Edmonton, that's uh, my middle name. Yeah, yeah, no, or, or like just kind of like uh, named after lords and stuff. But a uh, very nice Southside. Yeah, very clean. Like of Sally's. I'm still waiting to go on a trip of Southside. Who is I? Ta- I I I keep going on about how. To people how delighted I was with Cork City Centre. Yeah. I was like, no one asked us for money. <laughs> yeah. Well, I couldn't believe it. It's really good. Uh, a companion of ours. Do we have, should come put code names for all these people? I yeah. think we should just start naming these people. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway, he was telling me this story. He was in a, he was in a shop and this... Uh, hold on a second. The least, most politically correct way of saying it. Yeah, go on. Anyone who wants to be named in the podcast and we're talking about them, just uh, email uh, boomchildband at gmail.com. And email the picture yourself without your top. Yeah. And that we know that's a signal that we can mention your name. From behind. Uh, what? No, no, not from behind. Yeah, well, people come to the gaff. I like having friends over. And sometimes okay. it's a rainy day. <laughs> and they go, sorry, mate, my socks are wrecked. Can I borrow a pair? I go, yeah, no bodge. No bodge, just hand them back. Because not made of socks. Yeah. 
never see them again. It's happened so much throughout my life. Well, I hope you immediately stop being friends with the people, man. Socks no, I don't. I don't stop socks. being friends with them. It's ah, just like you can't be doing that. They're got, they're taking all advantage. my socks are gone. They're taking advantage of you now. You should cut them yeah. people out of your life. You need socks. Can we right. buy? They're not as cheap as you think. Socks. So do you, do you lend people anything that you don't get back? DVDs. People like to write their names on DVDs and stuff. <laughs> what? What? Who are you hanging? You've around? got a good stash of DVDs that it, I wouldn't it, mind borrowing and copying. <laughs> No, I thought, you, I thought you were, you were implying that people borrow DVDs off you and write their own name on it. Oh, that's great. No, it's mine. Look, um, look at it. Um, yeah, I'm sure. There's a story about a friend of mine when I was real young. He fucking nicked out my Lego man. And I was like, hey, where is my fucking Lego man? No, we were um, probably like six or something at the time. Oh, I think you're, t- you're telling me something like this. Like you did something and then he... No, we're having... I don't know if you ever did this game where like, all right... We're going to have a competition yeah. where we build the best Lego base. Yeah. It's going to have all the amenities, somewhere for the lads to sleep, training ground, somewhere they can eat. Yeah. You know, we have a competition. And he grabbed all the best Lego. It was my Lego now. Yeah. Grabbed all the best Lego first. Loads of Lego. Man. He's like, all right, mine's, he's like, mine's clearly better. And then I was like, right, yeah, well, you fucking took all the Lego. Mm. And then I, I, he, he fucked off home after a while. And I was like, Grant, I'm going to fucking take all his Lego, make my own class Lego base. Yeah. Go, go, go. All the fucking Lego men are gone. I'm like, where the fuck are they gone? Fucking got a private investigator. Yeah. <laughs> and, that explains uh, everything. And it uh, turns out he just, uh, he just, this lad, I'm still friends with this young man. Yeah. He, uh, he uh, just fucking loved Lego when he was growing up. To the point where he started stealing <laughs> me. And, uh, Eventually got them. Like, initially I got most of them back, but then I'd be around this gaff just hanging out, like, a year later, I'd be like, uh, hey, here's fucking, you can give me that one back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But man, he loved Lego. He was a member of the Lego fan club, which is an official fan club. Yeah. And they'd send you, like, a Lego magazine every month and, like, a piece of Lego that you could only get if you're part of the Lego fan club. He was, he loved that shit, man. Mm-hmm. Lego is good, though. It fans. is. I got big into oil when I was younger. Did you ever get Playmobil? No. That was too expensive, man. Oh, no, no. It, oh, it was more expensive, but um, that was like, um, I don't know. It was, uh, this, it was this weird sort of like French. Uh, yeah, it's weird. But you could, it was a bit like Lego. I don't know. I, I was mad into it at one point. You get little lads, little cars from the city, and, uh, little weapons. Um but they had like, but they had Playmobil everything. Like you get Playmobil like a knight, and he'd have a sword and everything. But then you get a Playmobil like businessman. <laughs> that right. was the case. Playmobil tennis player has a tennis racket, and uh, just like, it just sounds like The Sims or something. Yeah, it was. Uh, I don't know it was great. I had loads of it, and uh, I lost it all in hurricane. <laughs> hurricane. Oh, who has a bet? Hurricane Katrina. I lost it. Um, all right. Do you know what? Uh, Cambodia. I was watching a documentary on Cambodia the other day. Yeah, cr- crazy country. I think is it. I'm just this. I. I <laughs> well, here you go. A, that's okay. Uh, com- watching it. Big group of lads. Cambodia. Oh. I I know there's a few uh, monks there. Buddhist monks. I think. I I I yeah, think it's, it's a con- it's I think it's a country. I think it's kind of like Thailand. Yeah. Um. It's I, this. I, I'm trying to. I know uh, the Tomb Raider film was uh, a lot of it was filmed there. Wow! These are the only things I know about. Uh, There's so much more depth out of these conversations with you here. 
Uh, one just this is random things that I like about it. Is, is it did you know right that they do not celebrate their birthday, so they don't know how old they are? Uh, surely they must keep. They don't know. They don't keep. They know how old they are. Like some of them do. Maybe the odd one. Maybe when they get their passport, they're like, "Oh, that's how old I am." No, <laughs> when it gets renewed, it's fucking mental because they're just like, "What's a birthday and stuff?" And they never had birthday cake before, which is which is grand. But they didn't know how old they were. Uh, Which, to in fairness, does seem kind of a piece of useless information, but just, it seems like such a standard thing, like you get asked that all the fucking time. But surely there's age limits on parts, things in their culture, like, surely it's not. I think it must have just been done by, like, have you got any hair under your arms or something? Yeah. In which case I wouldn't be allowed in. It sounds, uh, but do they elaborate on that much more in this documentary? Well, there's nothing to elaborate on, just they don't celebrate it. So no, but I, I think they know what age they are. No, but they didn't. They had their like they had the birthday for all the the group of tour guys that were showing them around. But I'm sure, <clears throat> I'm sure if if that fill out a form like yeah. they were sending away for passport or something, they probably have it. They probably have their birth cert going. Well, if they had to find it, because the the form would say what age are you? What's your date of birth? They're like, oh, I don't know. I look up my birth cert. Yeah, but see the thing is the impression of this part of uh, Cambodia they were looking they, these lads would be just farmers there wouldn't be much paperwork in paperwork wouldn't really come up like alright so you're not you're just not this isn't like uh, it's probably not everyone in Cambodia it's just kind of no but I think it's in general like a tradition to not know what age you are if you know what I mean yeah it's probably an older generation thing I'd say newer generation was there now well, these lads didn't know these are lads are out in the sticks now yeah, that's. But I, I'd say, I'd say certain sections of the society know exactly what age they are all the time. Mm. But yeah, if you're in the old sticks, sure, could you be arsed knowing what age you are? Yeah. There's no, there's no nightclubs to <laughs> try and get into. Uh, what else did you find out about Cambodia? I'll tell you exactly what I found out about Cambodia. So, our little Richard, you after the last podcast we did, maybe the podcast before that, you played yep. some little Richard to me, and I was like, "What have I been doing with the, rest, the past of my life?" Yeah. And uh, you said, "Fucking Paul McCartney was a big, uh, he was influenced by Little Richard." The yeah. And watch the documentary on him. Fucking excellent lad. He's kind of the first like rocking lad, like who's just rocking out, like. Yeah. Like I don't think none of the other lads were rocking hard like he was. Like a lot of the lads came. Like a lot of the lads came. I think nearly all of them came before Elvis, but Elvis just got bigger because he mainly got bigger because he was white and they were all black. Yeah, they tackled that a lot in the in the little Richard uh, film. The whole thing. <laughs> Loads of white lads who were fucking awful or covering his songs. And oh yeah, the play. most famous. Uh, he's still around as well. The most famous uh, cover white rock and roll cover artist is um, like called Pat Boone. Yeah, he's uh, he, like he'd, he'd release covers of uh, Little Richard, but they're just they'd be really like bland. Yeah, <laughs> so the people buy it, like yeah, yeah, because because um, they're like kind of like talking. Yeah, because you see, a lot, a lot of places it'd be hard to get black artists on white radio. You see, mm. um, I think that that kind of changed with the popular popularity of rock and roll music. But yeah, no, that's just I just had an image of you. Uh, yeah, watching the documentary and they keep bringing up, oh, you're a lot of trouble getting this played and stuff because he was black. And yeah, just, you're going, all oh, right, we get it, all right, fucking yeah. black, yeah. right? You said it already. Yeah, uh, no, that what those in the film wasn't the bit that stuck out the most to me was. Uh, was it a documentary or a TV film? Uh, 
No, it wasn't a documentary. It was like a film. It was like the Def Leppard film. Yeah. I think it was a higher budget, though. It's probably just 2000. Now, but the thing that really got me was it was actually produced by Little Richard himself, which means he must have some kind of creative control. And from the from the start, because you know the way that people are like, oh, Little Richard, is he about sexuality and all that? Yeah. And I was kind of thinking that as well. But I was thinking, right, they're not going to, everyone's just going to like be asking about sexuality and all that. So they're, just, they're not going to, either they're going to not have it in the film or just hint at it subtly, maybe, what's going yeah. on. But from the fucking get-go, he's dressed up as a woman. Uh, from the age of like eight, playing with his sisters, and his dad's beating the shit out of him. And the whole way through it, it goes Jesus. through him like like he's having a gangbang with women, and he's just there wearing the bra and stuff. So, he likes dressing up? I was just uh, so impressed with how like he was just like, yeah, that's what I did. He didn't fucking lie, like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. He was like, oh, I won't get this on this channel if I don't fucking whatever. Yeah, so it's just... You're like, he's inspirational. Yeah. Um, I'm mainly interested in his music, to be honest. But yeah, it's great. You know, Jimmy Enix was in his band for. He was sent. Yeah, it's too flashy or something. Yeah, on the on the guitar. Well, uh, he well he, I think he re- he mainly got kicked out. I think because he just kept turning up late and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, no, there's bird. This does he appeared like Jimmy Enix appears. I was listening to this um this radio show. They were playing all these um like all these old recordings of Hendrix of stuff he played on before he was like because he. Apparently he was like a, he was a hired guitar. He, I don't think he wasn't necessarily a session guitarist, but he played in like loads of different bands and he appeared in different albums and stuff. But he's still uh, playing like really well, like ridiculously well, but like he's not singing it. That'd be like, he's on some Little Richard stuff and a few other like rhythm and blues singers and stuff. Interesting. Interesting. Muslim drag queens. Muslim drag queens. Don't really say. I just watched a documentary on Muslim drag queens, and I, th- I think we, we. I didn't even know there were any. I think we, you might have said this to me before. Muslim drag queens. It's uh, like obviously because they're strict religion, they they get like a, an ass whooping if they're found out. But easier to hide, I think, because oh yeah, because you because most of the time you have your face closed. You don't know. Yeah. They don't all dress like that, but yeah. Whatever. Yeah, I know, but like it's it's a <laughs> way around. It's a way around it being a. That we go to, that we go to find out what Mott's talk about when there's no lads around to dress up as well. Go, oh, what's the crack? <laughs> mm. oh, I'm a Matt too. You can only see me eyes. I don't like those ones. Uh, those, those, those burkas. Did you see those burkas where it's like? Um, I saw the swimming ones. You see the ones where you can't even see their eyes. Well, it's just like um, you, you know, like you know, that thing mesh. you put, put in the, yeah, mesh. They can see through, but you can't see anything. That's a that's extreme stuff. Okay, I was at this arts show. There's an art college in in town, and they put on this this show, and it was basically people doing gymnastics, which is cool. Is was it like the um, name for that thing where you get women like on these hoop things and they're swinging? Around? Yeah, they're swinging around and uh, having a great time uh, on, on curtains. <laughs> yeah, all that stuff. Is it what? Do you know the name for that? You should. You I should, should know Ariel. Oh, aerial um, dancing. Or aerial I think it is aerial aerobics. Or I think it is aerial dance. Yeah, so fantastic, brilliant. They put in those hours. Great. Yeah, you're 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 standing there, front row, thumbs up. Yeah, I was there. Yeah, I went to see. This is my second aerial show. I went to, went to, and so I'm all up for that. Like, and it was run by the art college, was it? These people were in the art college. Is what I'm saying. Oh, the venue was. So what I'm saying is, 
uh, gymnastics, great, fantastic, cool, yeah, cool. But they put in all this fucking artsy shit, and when I say shit, I mean bottom of the barrel tripe. Doesn't Ty Libben does not like the artsy shit, lads? They have all these people just going. Um, so this would be an audio sample. So that the audio sample would start being like, um, so what, like. I don't know, what do you want me to talk about? And that would be an audio sample. And then it just goes on this real rambling shit story. Like, and there's, there's these people, like, walking around the dark and stuff. Like, they're trying to be some kind of, like, out there theatrical so show they're, when... They're they're trying to make it, a, like, very experimental and postmodern. Yeah. Which is fine, but what you're saying is it came across kind of wanky <laughs> oh no it, it was wanky it was utter shite like and I know it was shite because the last one I went to was actually quite good the last show and they they, did have a, they did some of the wanky did have, crap did it have, have audio elements in it yeah big time one. yeah the, this one I went to though they had a live bass player slash DJ and they had a live drummer the one you went to recently yeah and they weren't even having the crack no they were fucking loving it but what they were playing was textbook crap Oh, it's just ambient kind of stuff. Yeah, and I was get I was getting ready to walk out a good few times. How long was is is it's an hour? And did they bring on a different kind of acts? Or it was these dancers doing their thing, and as I said, that's great. But they do try to have all these like life lessons in it. But ah. they do it. Do you know, say that's a me- kind of like us, though. We say a metaphor, it. like one layer metaphor. Cool. You kind of yeah. people will kind of know what's going on. Then you have these like double layer metaphors that you have in poetry and all. Oh, what's that going? Yeah. Oh, it's all this pun. This was like a hundred, like a fucking cave of metaphors to the point where the people who made them up were just like, that seems like something that might be a metaphor. So we'll just put that in the show. There was this woman poured out a load of marbles right on the floor, Gross. and I was like, I'm, I'm, I like things in their place and all that. So I was this, I wasn't happy about that. And, tidying it up. and I was like, fuck me, that's going to take a long time to clean up. <laughs> and then she started picking them up, with her, the then she started picking them up with her feet and just rolling around the marbles. And I was like, what the fuck is going on you're, here? You're like, this is some weird fetish shit. <laughs> and then I was like, fair enough, they did that. But then they made us watch them like clean up the marbles and all this stuff. But that was part of it. Yeah. Uh, and then loads of it there's like people crawl around the floor with blindfolds and stuff like as I keep saying fair enough your gymnastics respect brilliant but doing these vague plot lines which I doubt you even know what you're talking about yourself is just head wrecking so your review of the show would be love swinging around the stuff less of the performance art stuff just have an L like when these people go to training yeah yeah. They learn all the physical stuff. They learn brilliant. They don't learn about fucking storytelling and out there artsy shit. So they're just making all that shit up. But I, I, I assume these kind of shows would have a director that's not in the show and tells them to do all. Yeah, that yeah, 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 yeah. See what really? See, normally I'm not so hateful, but there's a fuck the guy who's doing sound for the whole thing. He's a fucking knob, and I know him for years, and he's a fucking knob. And uh, is it is it? Cu- is he any good at sound or? He thinks he is. That's it. All right. As in sound as in he wrote the music for it. So what you're saying, you went to this aerial display show. Yeah, Paul's going to see some dancers. Fantastic. Yeah, I thought you are going to see, basically, I thought you are going to see a bit of an old sort of trapeze act. Yeah. Sort of like, it's kind of like trapeze light, sort of. Yeah. We could be offending all these aerial, yeah. <laughs> aerial dancers with like trapeze light, how dare you? Yeah. And uh, so you're going there, you're like, all right, I'll go to this. You look around the place. You're you're surrounded by art school hipsters. You're yeah. like, oh no, there's no way out. <laughs> yeah. 
and uh, that was it. Yeah, we were there, right? There was only ten people there. There was at least a hundred seats. There was only ten people there. Yeah. Oh my god. And like I was on the way in, where there was like they were showing this film, and it was this woman tied up in balloons, and it's going, and it's like scraping at the balloons, yeah. and she's walking like on these imaginary tiles as if there's like some kind of like big thing gonna, she's going to fall into and yeah. stuff and I was like at least I'm not going to see that fucking shite I'm going <laughs> to see people who put the fucking hours in know Listen, what they're fucking doing you don't understand Ty Lipton uh, the whole show was a metaphor for the human struggle you don't understand that get fucked human struggle <laughs> with balloons fuck off no, I I love that. If, <laughs> I love that. If you start giving out, but you start. <laughs> I see you giving out to uh, the person who put, who like came up the show, and they're like, "Oh, you just don't understand. You know, you're not smart enough to uh, understand." It's like, uh, yeah. See, unfortunately for them, I've been around art dickheads a lot of my life, so I know I can see through this shit. Yeah, you're raised in like a, if, um, if you a were, killing. <laughs> yeah, like my mom went to art school. I've been around art, and I went to music thing, which is close, and hung around the same circles, all that shit. So I fucking see through this shit as shit. You're like, on the other hand, electroacoustic music, banging. <laughs> Bang. If it's a good tune, fair enough. Majority. But if it's a tune in it, it's not allowed. It's not allowed. That's it, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> I feel so much better after getting that out. Yeah. But basically, yeah. Do you remember I was saying there's this woman like tied up in balloons, crunched over? I was like, listen, I can't see that. They fucking did it. <laughs> and I, I was fucking so that was human. That, so that they was, did it after the fucking marbles. So, so that was like the trailer. <laughs> you know, yeah, it was the trailer for the show. Who would there. fucking see that? Who? I did like a fucking idiot. But like, as I keep saying, brilliant at the at what aerial stuff. Fantastic. All the other shit, keep it. You're just like you, you walked in. You stood up the end. Go, listen. I'm all for art, but I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's a, an error. An error. And there wasn't a, you didn't find a, there wasn't a straight narrative. It was sort of just kind of one random thing after the other. Random is the word. So there wasn't. No, like, do you know what? The last one I seen, do you ever see Krusty from The Simpsons? He's on this like tiny little bike. Yeah. The last show I was at started off like that. Class. And that was a decent show. This one was just like the fucking was it leftovers. The same, was it was in the same place. No, it was a different place. Yeah, same genre though. You could, well, they were trying to be. I don't know. I. Uh, both shows were this were both aerial display things uh, on on some scale, yes. Yeah, man, I I was asking you because I go to that. That would have been hilarious. Was which? And you know, <laughs> fucking what else, right? This woman climbed up a rope. All right, she climbed up a rope. You're like, brilliant. Cool. She's gonna she's gonna go upside down, do a few circles. Brilliant. Everyone gonna clap. Fantastic. Yeah. No, no, it's just a fucking rope with balloons wrapped around it, and she's just going down the rope, and the balloons are bursting real fucking slowly. Not easy to do, like, you know. <laughs> First event. Yeah, it sounds... I, I think if I was there, we would have had a good time. Well, Matt. Did you get any... Get any See, heck- everyone, every, everyone was taking it so fucking seriously as well. Get any heckling on. <laughs> yeah, but, um, Well, I'm looking forward to them showing up to the next film show, show, heckling us. Listen. Trying a few marbles Listen, Ty Lipton, Easter on. Some people might be mad for that film. Some people love cricket. You know, I don't like. I'm not and into do, do you know what else? It was sponsored by the Art Council, Tiger Beer, and uh, some other big people. Oh, you! They went, were giving loads of money to this thing. They're like, you, "This is great." You, you went to a, that was an event as part of um, the Tiger sponsors Dublin Fringe Festival, which is the art festival. Yeah. Which I was thinking, I've actually thought the last two years of um, 
because you can apply to go into it and they give you money and they give you a venue and stuff. I was applying to think, like, I, I was even thinking, I like, could we come up with like a boom shot show where like we say it's like a musical, but it's just us playing yeah. a set. And, uh, um, no, one, uh, no, no one from the French rest will listen to this in case actually that because that's what uh, like uh, the Roar Bandits did a thing where they toured uh, they said oh we've written a new musical called I um, can't remember what the name of the musical was the, the, they toured it and it was like and got reviewed in different festivals like the Roar Bandits new musical what the musical was they turn up the start the start of the gig they'd be like alright we we record this new musical we're actually going to sell it to you on this video and I was like, oh no, we forgot the video. I was like, oh shit, I will just play a set. <laughs> and that's yeah. how they do tour. So they entered, like, they'd, they'd appeared in different festivals and, and advertised it as a new musical. It was just them <laughs> playing yeah. a gig. It's like, that's the idea I was, like, was going to do for the French festival. Because you get, like, it's a kill, and you get, like, it's a, I think it goes for a, a week or maybe, it, or does it go the whole month? But you get, like, a run of dates and a yeah. venue, and they give you money, and you don't really have to put much of your own thing. But it's all. Most of it's very like be very experimental art stuff. There'd be like there would be some music stuff, a lot of theater, a lot of stuff like what you saw. Very as I said, stuff on the fringe. That's what they call it, fringe festival. You know, um, I've there's been different fringe festivals where I've wanted to go to stuff that like I do comedy stuff. So there's certain comedy stuff, um, but I could never get anyone to go with me. Like I remember <laughs> there's one, there's one, um, uh. Com- Comedian, I, uh, comedian, I know, I yeah. like his stuff. He did a thing where he just did a, <laughs> a sitcom in his gaff, and uh, it's a comedian called Tom Walsh. He's yeah. really good. Uh, he did a sitcom in his gaff, and <laughs> the gig was advertised. You had to meet him at the corner of this road, and and whoever we met would be the studio audience, and they just put the sitcom on, and he was the studio audience. Wow! And I saw bits of videos; were pretty funny. It's not all like in those fringe festivals. It's not all like just really arty stuff that like you that's not enjoyable. There's comedy stuff as well, but it has to be. They try to look for stuff that's not like, like not just a band playing a set or a stand up doing. It. it has to have some spin on it, you know. So, Dublin Tiger Fringe Festival 2016. Um, especially Boom Child for a run of dates. The venue we're playing in is Kenny says. Kenny says. But yeah, that would be funny. That'd be funny if we got into it after you give it out all of it. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that was yeah, good. Uh, uh, that's a good story. <laughs> no, he was doing so much wanking. He was there with the fucking violin bow playing the bass and using all these fucking pedals but not actually using them and pretending to do his laptop but he wasn't doing it. I went to a really art house, what you call that? And what you'd call an art house for himself, the Shakespeare play uh, Hamlet. Yeah. And I had a lot of the elements you were talking about, all that kind of stuff in, but it was really good. And like, the actors are really good. Are you a hipster? No, but like, I thought it'd be, like we went in, it was in the place called the Peacock Theatre and there's lots of little arty like, displays around. and it's like, oh, this is going to be wealth. But it was actually turned out to be really good because it was it was a play Hamlet everyone was carrying video cameras and stuff and there was yeah. loads of screens and when they talk about a character that wasn't there the character would appear uh. up on screen and um, there was blood in it you know the audience was splashed by blood yeah but uh, Shakespeare he's good at the L.A. writing stories 
Yeah, I'm an early hipster, yeah. I uh, wear glasses and what else do, what else do hipsters do? Have have like not show up to stuff. Yeah. Oh uh but say you're attending the Facebook event. Yeah, but also care. also having like big manly beards but not being manly at all. Yeah. <laughs> I always think that is that the hipster beard thing, is that something to do with they're uncomfortable with their own masculinity that they have to grow? Yeah, I just think someone who was hip did it by accident or something and everyone was like I want to copy him so that I also look hip because like before culturally like having a big bushy beard was like you Good. know a symbol of manliness you work in the you live in the mountain I don't have time to shave yeah but like now you just get these like really well groomed lads yeah. with big beards and it's like we got big beards I just like another thing they love having sleeve tattoos it's just like yeah. oh, where did that like like I, yeah. sleeve tattoos is part of other countercultures. It's just like a bit of a prison. Mish, yeah. It's just like a bit of. It's just like <laughs> doing all these things that like would maybe make you look hard in another life, but they're not. I don't know what I'm saying is I'm a hipster and I want to live in Brooklyn, New York, and I want all my food to be kosher. You know, you're not Jewish. You, you're gonna run into that now since you're like you're Tiger Lipton. You're a vegetarian slash. Hopefully, you want to be vegan one day. Yeah, you're gonna run into a lot of hipsters that are only <laughs> vegetarian or vegan for hipster sake. Uh, that they 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 they're, they're there's so many doctors that come up to and they're just like, oh, I tried out the vegetarian thing for a few years. It wasn't mad enough. This is the doctor telling me that. Yeah, and they're saying, "So, have you improved? Have you improved your health?" And I'm like, "No, I'm just, I just, I care about animals and stuff." Yeah, and they're like, "Oh, really?" <laughs> and you're like, "Did you just like laugh?" Yeah, yeah, <laughs> for caring. Yeah. And you're meant to be a doctor, someone who cares. That's why you're in this profession. Yeah, so yeah, the uh, I just think yeah, in Ireland, I think mainly because it's such a agricultural country, I don't think there isn't a lot of people as into animal welfare as other countries we're like mm. sure why would be, their, their reaction is sure why would you be doing that would you not miss the old sausages yeah. uh, but basically you'd have more You, but at this point in time I'd have more in common with a hipster than you no you've more potential to be friends with Marcy than me oh. although he does have mates that ain't me but he fucking hates it yeah he, he's like he's like what are you doing why he's yeah like, why are you me but he was eating meat like he wasn't eating meat before anyone was doing it, man. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I think since he was like 13 or something, he hasn't eaten meat. Whoa. This is like in fucking working class Manchester in the Whoa. 80s or the 70s. There was this, uh, this person who lives near me, good mate, and they, they were eating vegetarian, but they weren't eating meat. Did you this mate sucks? No, actually, no. And, uh, yeah, they were like 13 or something and their hair started falling out because they weren't eating the proper diet, vegetarian diet. Whoa. So then they had to eat properly and stuff. But yeah, they so must have, look after yourself. They must have been... They're grand now, like they're actually vegan now, which is really cool. Well, they, they must have been eating a lot of the one thing or something. They're probably just eating fucking margarita pizzas, yeah. Oh, but then other people would do that and they'd be grand. Like, it's, yeah. it's just about everyone's body reacts differently. Like the way everyone's body reacts differently to hugs. Some people, when you hug them, they go, ooh. Yeah. Other people go, Mer. 
Uh, one one more, th- few more things to give out about. Here, mates. Well, I'm running out of time. Thanking you for not eating them. So I was there with the family, and I don't drink whatever. I tr- don't drink that much beer. Don't drink tea or coffee at the moment. I have like the odd one, like once a month or something, whatever. The point is, you like other things though, prostitutes. <laughs> um, I have my guilty pleasure at the moment is milk, as you probably know. Prostitutes. Yeah. Guilty pleasure. Right, grand. Hey you. So when I'm out. Like to splash out, ask for a glass of milk. Splash the milk because I don't. I don't drink milk that. that I never. Much. I never really see people asking for milk in a restaurant. Would they give it to you? Like if you're they like, do, yeah. but they give me a fucking child's glass. Oh, and yeah, get this. Get this. Oh yeah, it's probably mainly a child's drink in some restaurants. Yeah, the woman says to me, what? "Do you want a straw with that?" And I said, "No, thanks." A lot of people like drinking their own milk straw. She was bursting her shit laughing. She like made made a joke at my expense. Who the waitress? Yeah. Well, you're like paying her. It's a, it's a very tight-lipped situation. You've got into it's it's all down to me overreacting. Yeah, as happens in all my bad situations. No, but you just told other stories about people laughing yeah, over stuff you've asked them for, or had very weird reactions to just something small. Yeah, uh, maybe anyway. it's blowing up in your head or something. Maybe. But, yeah, you know. I was I was nearly gonna say, "What are you doing?" But everyone else at the table thought it was hilarious. So now it's just like, okay, this must be some kind of like social taboo I'm after doing by asking for milk for my fucking breakfast. <laughs> or, 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 we're thinking, or maybe I'm the funniest person yeah. ever. Yeah. That's that's one. <laughs> yeah, I guess they're getting real cocky. I think everything you do is hilarious. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and you got through that anyway, did you? Somehow, struggled. I still you're don't know so, why people... Uh, people, go, people go, you're so strange. Yeah. Not strange. <laughs> you, oh, what was the milk like? It's crap. Full fat milk. Full fat milk. Yeah. Do you, what, what type of milk do you do you drink? I usually just get the fucking star one because like full, full, just the regular full fat milk. Yeah. I don't know what the crack is. The semi skin milk. That's, that's, that's all fucking. How do they water. make? That? How do they more, make that? I don't know. It's just more watered down. And some of the ones because they lose the fat, they also lose vitamins. So they put the vitamins back in and stuff. See, the thing is, when you try to drink a pint of soy milk, it just tastes like water. So, milk has that lovely fatness to it. Yeah, and Take. then, uh, do, do, if you like milk that, like, a lot, do you ever think of trying to try out new milks of different animals? <laughs> I drank goat's milk for What's that years. like? It's, 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 it tastes like nice milk that's a bit gone off. It's about to go off. It has a kind of a, a gone off cheese smell. It's cheesier. Mm, gone off cheese. They, uh, Which is small, I guess. Is it thicker? No. I used to get drink fo- Goats seem dirtier than cows, you know. Oh, <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I think. No. That was the old dirty beards on them and stuff. Yeah, well, I think they, they'd eat more like anthon, whereas cows just eat the grass, like, so you're getting a mixed it's, bag. It's mad. Uh, where did that come from? Like, I wonder, like, the, the amount of cultures that have, like, like won't eat... Um, well, no, it's different. Like it's some, different in each country. No, like. no, some countries are like, like you know, the the like India, for example, the cow is like really sacred. I wonder where that came from. Like they they can't eat. Like you'd be mental to eat beef over there. Yeah, and cows are like really sacred animals and stuff. Um, then a lot of other countries cows are eaten, and then there's all these countries where they don't eat pork, or there's all these like Jewish people don't eat pork. They eat cows, will they? Muslim. I'm not sure actually. I think they do, yeah. I think the cow thing is mainly India's the big 
Yeah, and then I wonder where that, like, it'd probably be really interesting if uh, we looked it up, but, like, we'll, we'll probably just try and guess. Why do people not eat pork? What's going on? It's all down to what country you're in, isn't it? Yeah, but I just wonder. And if, like, oh, cows are scarce, you don't eat them. Yeah, but, like, in in, in, in Islam and Judaism, it's the same to eat pork, like. Yeah, I think it's all just down to the surrounding area and all that. Yeah, I wonder, yeah, did it come from, was it an economic thing, like? No, I think there, was, there wasn't many cows that don't fucking eat them. At the time. And then they just kind of stuck. Like the whole thing, don't eat fish on a Sunday, is in the Bible apparently. Or don't eat fish on a Friday, is that right? No, don't eat meat on a Friday, but you can eat fish. Because uh, fish is technically not meat. Well, it's not really Yeah, well, no, no, in, in their... Well, uh, their morals. Yeah. Their reasoning. Because fish, I wonder where that came from. Fish not having feelings. That's why, <laughs> like, people were like... You, you'd have a... There's, there's, what, what, what do you call it? Pescatarian, pescatarian, I think. Um, yeah, uh, is that people who call themselves vegetarians, but they'll still eat fish? And it's like, oh, you still eat fish? And it's like, yeah, it's like, they don't have any feelings. It's grand, <laughs> strange. It's, it's it's strange. You love fish, but fish isn't even that great. It's just like you're not eating. Yeah, it, it's it's really good to eat, as in like oh, vitamins yeah. and oils Healthy, yeah. and yeah. You're laughing if you're eating a bit of fish now. Um, you wouldn't be laughing. There's an old magpie in an old wrapped in caramel. You'd be like, "Give me that." Have you got any I'm news about this mysterious EP? Any updates? No, I just tell people we're recording it soon, and that um, it will probably feature two tracks with Denzel the cat on them as well. Yeah. Okay. Hey, uh, we'll sign off. So, uh, this. Episode and every episode of Angel Gas is produced by Tough Rip Productions, who are also a sponsor. Uh, let us know below what you think of the whole sounds because we we took it easy. I think we just got, I think I think the novelty wore off for the us. The novelty wore off very quick. Yeah. So uh, let us know what the crack is there. We're getting some bright lights in our eyes here. Private messenger. Uh, I'm looking forward to this EP anyway. So Boomchild Band for your Boomchild needs. Boobchildband.com. Now email us on boobchildband.gmail.com if you want us to start mentioning your name in the podcast. Because we will, and we will say We're just not talking about John Clark anymore. Well, no, I just say thanks to John Clark. Clark. In general. Thanks for listening with your ears and your nose. And uh, my name is Ross. Whoa, whoa, whoa. All right. uh, This is Boobchildcast, episode 22. 21. Wait. I was, I was I was trying to catch on the hop there. Yeah. Uh, so we are Boom Child and so, so are Moo. 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 Moo.